0: Hi everyone and welcome to the Dr. Christopher Hall special simulcast with the Neil Haley Show. I'm excited to welcome Nobel Prize nominated doctor, best-selling author and emergency room physician, Dr. Christopher Hall. Dr. Hall, how are you? I know you're excited about our guest.
1: Wow, you know what Neil, I'm doing great. You know, I'm very excited about our guest because we certainly have a champion on the show today.
0: (laughs) All right, who is our guest?
1: Well, you know what? Without any further ado, you know, it's my honor and great pleasure um, to invite a man to the show who is a champion of the World Games. And he's also a local champion uh, for uh, people here in Utah, Alabama, and in this region of the, of the state of Alabama. So I'd like to welcome to the show Sergeant Morris Polion. Welcome to the show, Sergeant. How, how you guys doing today?
0: We're doing fantastic. We're doing great. This is your first question. <laughs>
1: I'm ready. we no problem. we no problem, sir. We're, we're so excited to have you. We know you're a champion of the World Games, and we'll talk about that. But just tell us a little bit about, you know, Sergeant, like where you're from and the kind of where you grew up.
2: Well, I'm actually from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. <clears throat> I grew up in Tuscaloosa. And uh, I had the opportunity to uh, – maybe compete all around the world. And I came from a small area where there was not a lot of money yet. Not a not a thing that, that for young people to focus on. So I was fortunate enough to run into people who helped guide me that way.
1: Wow, well that's incredible. It's very, very incredible. And um and so tell us a little bit about you know, we know that you certainly are still a civil servant and uh, one of the outstanding uh, uh, police officers and uh, the force there. Tell us a little bit about, for the young people out here who may be interested in becoming police officers, tell us, how does one become a police officer?
2: Well, basically, it's not a, excuse me, I'm a little whore today, Jim, but it's not a bad way to, you know, it's not a hard way to become a police officer. Basically, you have to be able to pass the police academy and your record had to be clear. And uh, when I talk to young people, I talk to them about making sure that they stay clear and the record's clean. But it's not difficult. You have to be age 21 and uh, be able to pass through the academy.
0: And what do you think, Morris, I was going to uh, Morris, what do you think is, Sergeant Morris, what do you think is the the biggest challenge once you pass the test to go to the police academy and then become a police officer? What are the biggest challenges?
2: I I think one of the major challenges are is to be yourself and not uh, focus on what other people do because sometimes you can be misled. So it's important to to have good values and, and focus on what is right and try to be even-handed. And that's why I try to install all the officers and work under me is to be fair and be even-handed.
1: Well, wow, that's great. That's Awesome, wonderful principles. So let's just move a little further. Let's talk now about the World Games. Because I think that the public, they know a lot about the Olympic games, and we know these games are actually parallel. In other words, the International Olympic Committee actually governs over both of these games. So, you know, tell us a little bit about the World Games. I know that the, the first World Games was held in Santa Clara, California. Uh, I know that was probably in about uh, 1981 uh, when I can when I can see it. You correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Sergeant Morris, but uh, tell us a little bit about that. Um, how did you get involved in the World Games?
2: Well, actually, I competed, you know, in the States a lot. I had the opportunity to compete in Birmingham, Alabama, to qualify to compete in the World Games. My brother and I was only team from Tuscaloosa, Alabama, to compete in the World Games. We had the opportunity from 1994 to 2001, competing all over the world, Australia, New Zealand, Canada, Sweden, Spain, Brazil, all those different places. And uh, we really had a good time doing it. We became ambassadors for the sport of karate. Right now, I'm a ninth-degree grandmaster, Ishiro Karate. is an Okinawa style, far Chinese, far Japanese. At the time I was trying to get into the Olympics, they was not accepting that style. But then later on, they incorporated their team. You
0: know, and that training to be prepared for the World Games, how much training is involved, sir?
2: Oh, I tell you, well, we worked out five days a week, probably three, four hours a day, and that's in the organized group. And then we worked by ourselves probably another two hours a day. But, it, it, you know, it's a rigorous training because you have to be focused. Because when karate is a unique sport, it, it, most sports, the younger you are, the better you are in that sport. Like in football, if you're 18, 19, 20 years old, you should be great. But in karate, the older you get, the better you are.
1: Wow, that's great. And, um, you know, let's think about, again, we know a little bit about how they select the athletes for the Olympic Games. And so uh, selection of the athletes, again, for the World Games, again, they're selecting uh, champions uh, in, in, in particular sports and uh, those people who are number one, the top uh, in, in, in their country, in the world. So the top people from Russia, Germany, USA. Uh, expand on that, um, Sergeant Poland. tell us a little bit okay. about that. How they select the athletes?
2: Well, what you do, you compete a lot. And then you're chosen by the wins that you do. Uh, you know, it's like any other sport. You have to be a winner in your area in order to be able to progress to the next level. And that's pretty much what happens you compete you compete all year long you compete against people from all over the us and then they they choose you from there and after they choose you then you have to qualify again with them in order to be able to to qualify to compete they also do the drug testing like like all olympic sports and then after you do all that you become a part of the team and then the team have you know meetings you get together You travel different areas of the state, getting prepared to go over and compete against Russia, Australia, New Zealand people, all those other countries, Spain. And then uh, you learn what they know. You learn that the Russians are more straightforward with their fighting. Then you have the Australians. They have a more graceful type fighting. You have to learn what people that you're fighting against, what type of person they are.
1: Wow! Wow! Well, how long? Yeah, no, How long can a, a battle? How long can a battle go on? Say between you and another individual. Yeah. Say you were fighting yeah. the yeah. top person from Germany. How long could that last?
2: Well, normally they're uh, three minute rounds, but you can fight for a long time uh, because we have so many different countries. You may have 115 countries that they compete so you have you have to keep fighting and try to get into metal position.
1: Great. All right. So uh, that being the case, tell me,
0: uh, Chief, give us
1: an example of maybe your longest and toughest fight. Uh, if you, yeah, actually, and it may be a number, but you tell me if you remember one that, that really sets you.
2: Actually, actually, I was in Spain in, uh, not, yeah, I was in Spain. I was in Spain and fighting against a guy that was from, uh, I think he's from Brazil or somewhere. But we were fighting, and, uh, but before the fight actually starts, you know, you have conversation. You're building up the, up the need for the fight. And uh, we fought very hard. I ended up busting his spleen. But but uh, it was a long fight for me because he was very good. It was hard to, you know, score points on them, but it was great. I enjoyed. It. But uh, after the fight, is over. We're all free. We take pictures All the countries.
1: Yeah. Oh, great. Now, you said that you ended up, you said you had, you injured someone's spleen?
2: I busted spleen. He had to go to the hospital. Wow. Yeah. Man, that's that, crazy. That, that, that's a so nice. did you
0: ever think of competing in something more like UFC? Or something like side well, hustle you've seen from actually mm-hmm.
2: actually i've trained I've trained some people for that. I think that it's a combat sport, but it's also a, like a tough man if you're tough and you can survive a punishment, punishment from it, then you can you know you can go on but a lot of times with, with mixed martial arts I mean, but like they're talking about it's, it's it's this so brutal way that it can cause Problems later
1: on in life. Oh wow! So I wow. Participated in myself. Yes, sir. Wow. So these, you can really get hurt in these games. I mean, you know, as a doctor, I certainly understand a person with a ruptured spleen. Those people can actually bleed to death instantly. So it, it, it's actually a sport that can be dangerous. Actually, actually, you know, the spleen is
2: just a, it's just a filter. So, well, you know, doc, you're a professional. You know but uh it is not you how know, you know in our world. we it's not that dangerous because you know you're gonna go get you know, prepared and all that stuff for so, yeah. yes,
1: mm-hmm. understood, understood, wow, so you know, I want you to to actually tell me your actual title. So you said you were a champ. You said you and your brother were the uh, only ones selected from Tuscaloosa. What is right. your actual What is your actual championship title? What, what were What you called once you, you were you at you the top? Excellent gold medal, like anything else. Yeah. But um,
0: but I'm
2: a grandmaster in karate. So I'm ninth degree grandmaster.
0: Okay,
1: so you were a gold medalist in the World Games. After you had competed against other athletes from other countries, you were the gold medalist of the whole world game. For
2: oh my, oh my division, yes. Yeah.
1: For your division. Well, that's very, very yeah, impressive. Yeah, wow. Yeah,
2: weight division. Yeah, yeah weight division. Yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. Wow. Now, tell me a little bit about the discipline that's required to become a gold medalist of the world games in your brand of karate, the discipline that's required, because I think that, you know, and I think you know this already, um, uh, Sergeant Ploy, that discipline is very important in life. And I think young people need to understand the importance of discipline. Talk talk about that a little bit.
2: Well, you gotta be able to understand your art, and know your limitations, because you're not going to make mistakes. Okay. So so I guess I answered it the way you wanted to
1: answer <laughs> No, no, no. I think, that's, I think that's a great answer.
2: Okay. You really have to be
1: self-control. Okay, understood. Well, you know, that's what I found out throughout my life as a doctor, as an athlete myself, is that discipline, being willing to sit down and make the commitment uh, to make those achievements were, were very important. And I know that... Uh, uh, the CO here, Neil Haley, can also speak on that. As he was a wrestler, yeah, I was a wrestler. That was yeah, a a wrestler
0: the, the, the training, all the different things. Uh, um, yes. uh, Sergeant Morris, what is your hope? Um, uh, let's talk, let's kind of go in deeper with uh, specifically, you still train a lot, Are you put are you still involved a lot after your experience in the world games and everything?
2: Yes, I am. I am we have uh, we have other uh, students that competed in the Olympics also. That's
0: great. So you're you're training some students that are end up in the Olympics based on your skill Yeah, bad.
2: they they've, they've yeah, they've already competed. They did well.
0: That's great. So is it hard to to, to qualify for the Olympics? You, know, you did the world games, but how close were you to the Olympics? You went to the world well,
2: games. Uh, Actually, actually, they're right there. They're right there, near the know, but uh, you know, just pretty much the name. The Olympics is gonna be a little bit bigger But the World Games, right? The Pan Games,
0: all those things. Like- oh yeah, it's the it's the next tier for sure. Uh, what would you tell anyone who wants to compete in in something like the Olympics and World Games? What advice would you offer them?
2: You have to really, I would tell me you, you really have to be disciplined and focused. Uh, I use uh, one of my items, Kobe Bryant, as an example. Very focused. Very, very focused. And that's the only way to win because if you are not, it's easy to make a mistake.
0: Wow. Very,
1: very interesting. Very, very interesting. I mean, I, I've, I've certainly learned something today about the
0: World Games.
1: Again, they're parallel games with the Olympic Games. Again, you have the best people in the world competing in them. Um, we certainly have a local champ here today on the phone with us, and we're very proud of Target his, his accomplishments, and um, we're hoping that a lot of young people will listen to this and see that coming from. Um, a small town uh, that you can be the best if you focus and exactly. you have achievement
0: and believe
1: in yourself, believe in God, and do the right things. That's great.
0: We appreciate it. Thank you again, Doctor Hall. Go ahead and summarize Sergeant Morris.
1: Yeah. Morris. Well, no problem. Well, yeah. Sergeant uh, Morris poem again is a world champ, a gold medalist in the World Games. We know the World Games. Uh, pulls in the best athletes in the world. His brand of karate, he is the best. Him and his brother, again, were the only people from Tuscaloosa, Alabama, and likely in the region, uh, in his division, uh, who were able to go and compete and represent the state of Alabama. And so we really appreciate Sergeant Morris and what he does for the local community in Utah, Alabama, and the surrounding region. And so thank you, sir, for coming out today and uh, giving us uh, an education on the World Games and also what it takes to be a great civil servant. Thank you.
0: All right. That was the Dr. Christopher Hall Show, guys. Take care.